away from what I was going to share. The, the, the group has done such a thorough job of uh, sharing the word and in testimony. If you have your Bible, I'm just going to read six verses in Psalm 27, the 27th Psalm. I've been living in this vein all week. Calvary uh, Corral, I preached this morning on fasting, the spiritual discipline of fasting, prayerful fasting, and how it, it just lifts your heart to God with sensitivity, greater sensitivity and openness and transparency before God. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And that's a rhetorical question. No one. Not if God is there, if he's my deliverer, if he's the one who's directing my path, there's certainly no need to fear. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Of course, the answer is no one, nothing. Not health difficulties, not financial crises, not interpersonal relationship issues, not um, job insecurities, not anything that this world offers or that hell throws at us. The prince of darkness grim, what's the next line? We tremble not at him, for we know his fate is sure. Summarizing Martin Luther's words and you all sang. When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, that is just to destroy my life and make a ruin of everything, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, My heart shall not fear, though war should rise against me. In this will I be confident. That is, even in the midst of turbulence and stress and uh, anxiety and anguish on every side, I'll still remain confident and have assurance as the young lady shared from Hebrews 11. Faith is the assurance, the The certainty that it's there even if I'm not seeing it because God has promised that he'll not leave us or forsake us. One thing have I desired of the Lord. And young people, I would say to you, don't spend your first decade of your Christian life missing this point that David recognized, that I've come to recognize the most important aspect of life is found in verse 4. You say, wow, really? You let me in on a secret. The most important aspect of your life is in verse four. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple worship. Basking in the presence of God will purify your motive will charge your batteries, will put a, a, um, a motivation in your walk with him and will have the power resident for you to be fruitful. Unlike anything else, training, learning, learning theology, rehearsing and, and practicing the piano and, and memorizing <clears throat> verses and all of those kinds of elements that are a part of our lives are all good. 
But unless I am captured, unless I am uh, alive with the majesty of Christ in my heart, then the rest is just perfunctory. It can be just going. The Pharisees did a lot of that sort of thing, but yet it wasn't fruitful because the Lord wasn't real in their hearts. One thing I've desired, and that is I'm going to bask in the presence of the Lord throughout this life and for all eternity. Brother Van and Mary, um, <clears throat> a few years ago, the rest of the staff, we were in a staff meeting, four or five of us men, and we were picking on Brother Mark Saylor. It was fun. We enjoyed doing it. And uh, we were, we were um, teasing you music men. Oh, there's no business like show business. And everyone loves the music guy. He's everyone's friend and, um, and doesn't ever ruffle anybody's feathers. We had a good time picking on Mark. And he just sat there and he took it and he took it. And he was kind of smiling, grinning a little bit. And he's saying, there's one thing that I have that the rest of you preachers don't have. What's that? Well, in heaven, there's not any preaching. There's not any discipleship. There's not any evangelism but there's a lot of worship going on. He says, I'm going to have a, a space for all eternity. Mark, do you remember that meeting? It was many years ago. The rest of us shut up when he said that. <laughs> One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. For in the time of trouble, he'll hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set my feet upon a rock and now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore, will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing. Yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord of all people. We in the breadbasket of the world in this dispensation um, at this time where we have clothing and food and transportation and education and medicine and eternal life. Of all people, don't we have cause for rejoicing? Really, really cause for rejoicing. Certainly we do. And so let that one thing that David desired be that one thing that you desire. And the chorale sang about it so much and testified to it that worship and adoration and basking in his presence is what matters in life and will matter for all eternity. Thank you all for your your appearance, your presence, your countenance. It means a lot to see young people who uh, have the joy of the Lord. Either that or you're faking it. And God knows. And I don't believe that's the case. But uh, you have been a blessing. Brother Vandermay, thank you. Uh, church, if you enjoyed um, their ministry, let them know uh, even right now. Thank you all for coming tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you. The chorale is going to move into their place right now because we're going to have a closing benediction. Uh, Brother Paul Vandermeer is coming to lead them. Go right ahead, chorale.